The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. As the Edmonton Police School Board, or as the Edmonton Public School Board, rather, uh, decides the future of its school resource officer program, a recently published study takes a close look at those doing the job and what they are dealing with. Titled Violence in Alberta's Urban Schools, the Perspectives of School Resource Officers, it surveyed SROs in six jurisdictions across Alberta, including Edmonton and Calgary. It sheds light on the violence that they uh, see in school, what's behind it, what's being used, and uh, also sheds a light on how they're feeling in the role of school resource officers and, and some of their concerns and some of the things that they would like to see improved in the in the years to come. Um, the study was published this spring. It makes a number of recommendations. We're going to explore it with the people behind it. University of Calgary education professor J.K. Dunlevy and Tabor Police Chief Graham Abella will start this afternoon with Professor Don Levy. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jaylen. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I was really interested. I, I spent it's a, the 27-page study that I went through uh, this afternoon was a really interesting read, uh, to be honest with you. So can you uh, let my listeners know, first off, why you decided to do this? What was the purpose of it? Actually, what happened, and uh, Chief uh, Graham Abella will speak after I do. I understand you're bringing him on your show in a bit. Yeah. Uh, Gra- Graham was involved in the Tabor shooting. He was, I think, the mm-hmm. first or the second officer at the site. And he became very interested in, uh, in what could be done in schools with regard to the amelioration of these kinds of violent acts. And he ended up speaking across Canada. And he's actually been over to Saudi Arabia and speaking as well there. And... Uh, he, he happens to be a doctoral student. He's now a doctor as well, uh, an ED, and uh, I was on his committee. And he and I began talking, and he said, I wonder what, it's, what violence is like in Alberta. So we began then talking about that. And in 2018, we decided we would take a look at a suite of series. So for example, first we'd ask the school resource officers, then we'd ask the students, we'd ask the parents, and then we'd ask the teachers to form a mosaic as to what does violence look like in Alberta's urban schools and mm-hmm. so last year uh, we completed the study uh, it's a qualitative study although there was a demographic piece to the study uh, as to what do they perceive as violence and how's it being dealt with as a result of that we came up with recommendations as to how to help sros do the job from a school perspective a municipal perspective and a provincial perspective if you're going to have them in, your, in the schools. We didn't make the determination whether they should be in the schools or should not be yeah. in the schools. So there we go. And uh, as a result, <laughs> it, it, there, I mean, I was absolutely shocked by some of the uh, findings that we had. So let's talk about some of those findings. When you talk about the ones that shocked you, I mean, there were a few that when I was reading them, I was like, whoa, but exactly. uh, I'd, be more, I'd be more curious to know what shocked you. What jumped out at you? The same thing that jumped out at the females school resource mm. officers and it is to use this language it's the hypersexualization of schools children in grade six having sexual intercourse and sexual activity and by the time they hit high school it's a normal activity uh and as one of the, as the study says some of the students walking around boys and girls saying well i've got 10 on my notched on my belt etc that's as a grandfather that really scared me i just had no no inkling that that was going on in schools and i've also done other uh, studies on Alberta schools uh, in 
very recently, within the last year and a half. And I, the same thing has occurred from the teachers and from the school administrators. Nobody seems to know how to handle it. And so, and I'm hearing this from police officers, male and female police officers, uh, from all the minorities of Alberta. By the way, that's one thing. There aren't, in my opinion, there aren't enough female school resource officers mm. uh, because the balance, it's an imbalance there. So these, that's the thing that shocked me the most. But also the hypersexualization, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you if you read that study, and you're mm-hmm. a parent, you can't help but be afraid for your kids. Well, you know, I, 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 you know, let's be real. I think, uh, Dr. Dunlevy, I think that, um, you know, teenagers, you know, you're going years back to when we went to high school and probably when went to, when you went to high school as well, there was uh, people that were, there were, there were teens oh, sure. that were having sex. Oh, sure. Let's be real. But I think all of us are now kind of wrapping our heads around how young it's happening. And, you, um, you know, and, 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 and I also found it interesting and not surprising how self phones and are is playing into this as well oh Jalen, you're right i mean you know that ontario is going through the great experiment no cell phones in the schools right uh mm-hmm. everyone every one of the sros and there were disagreements among about some issues not this one the cell phone in itself is a great tool unfortunately it can be used for some pretty nefarious uh purposes and what, what happens is you have adolescents in particular middle school and high school who are quick to respond to things they don't think it through mm-hmm. and uh, as a result uh, it's immediate it's public and it's also can be damaging so they just said look it, it would be very helpful uh, if cell phones were not used in the school and i understand all the arguments as to why they should be for academic and pedagogical purposes but i'm speaking only from what we've heard Dr. Dunlevy, um, you know, when you, you, you started this study to look at uh, violence in schools, so I want to take a look at that as, as well, because I think it was, was interesting. I think there was a, a time I can remember, you know, being in grade eight back in whatever year that was and getting called out to go have a fight behind the, you know, the portable, you know, in, in grade seven, right? Absolutely. But, Again, but things have changed. Can you give us an idea of, of what that looks like right now? Um, and I'm, I'm curious to know, was there a difference between, you know, Calgary and Edmonton compared to Lethbridge, Camrose and Tabor? And the difference between um, male violence and, and female violence? Well, let me begin with the latter question first. The, okay. the, the, the difference, uh, first of all, of course, is the difference between the size of the urban municipality. And when yeah. Dr. Abella comes on, Chief Abella comes on after me, you can ask him what it's like in Tabor uh, with their population. And that he, he, what he says won't surprise you. But the, the difference in violence, as it's defined by the RCMP, because we used their definition, we needed a definition that we could use. And it worked, because all the SROs certainly understood what we were talking about. We'll see what the kids and parents think. But in any event, the, the, there's a tendency for female violence, according to the SROs, to be uh, on a social violence, to be uh, using and shunning and to be uh, making fun of and that kind of thing. And it also is, it tends to bubble beneath the surface. It goes on, it just doesn't stop. It might mm-hmm. begin in kindergarten, but it's still going on in grade eight with those, with, mm-hmm. with, with, with those students. But with boys, young men, it tends to be, tends to be a flashpoint and the, and the violence seems to be physical, usually off campus or that is off the school, but then it's over. Uh, and, and so that's not a new phenomenon for school uh, research, by the way. It, it, it does tend to be a very different kind of violence. There are some schools, large schools, in, in large school districts, where there is violence that has now been show, shown its face 
with regard to, to uh, girls, uh, physical violence, but generally speaking, it's not common. All right. Um, we're going to have to leave it there for right now. I think we could probably have an entire show on yes, this study, Dr. Dunlevy, and maybe we'll have to cycle back around to it uh, again. I look forward to finding out and hearing about the next phases of this study. Please let us uh, keep us updated on that. Thank you for your time this afternoon. Take care, Jalen. Bye-bye.